Wednesday again. Do you ever have those days of the week where you think, like, I swear they come faster than the other days? Like, I experience way more Wednesdays and Thursdays than I ever do Saturdays and Sundays. You know what I mean? Because when you when you look at the calendar, like, I'm looking at, looking at the, the calendar, the full view, it's, you know... What each each day gets one day a week, and it gets their moment, and then we move on. But it just feels like, like where is Friday? Where is Friday? Because Monday's always here. Tuesday always shows up to work. Wednesday, present. Thursday, I mean, obviously Thursday probably takes a while because everyone's waiting for um, the new episode of the Nobody Asked for This podcast, and I by everyone. I mean, like, let, let's just let's just get some data to support this claim. Just let's see how many people listened. It's kind of embarrassing when I'm looking at the numbers for many reasons, but mostly because I don't know how many were just me trying to test the sound. So there'll be a week where it's like, oh, 10 people listened. But like, it was just me, like, just making sure it was I uploaded to Spotify correctly, me making sure it uploaded to, like, the podcast app correctly. So it's really... See, now my app's not even loading. My database. Hmm. This is not good. Okay, anyway. We don't need the, we don't need the numbers. Five billion people listened. Great. I hope everyone had a great week. Um, I ask, you know, that question every week as if someone can respond. You know, I'll be like, oh, how was your week? And then it's just silence. So, do you know what? I'm going to leave period no one's ever been more excited i'm going to leave a gap for you to answer okay how was your week what did you do on tuesday oh someone answered thank you mr truck are there any spirits present maybe we can just turn this into a seance Oh, I really am doing... Yeah, I really... You know what? I've been thinking about this all wrong. Do humans listen to this podcast? Absolutely not. But maybe I'm, like, big in the spirit realm. Maybe, like, ghosts are like, thank God. It's it's when, technically Wednesday, because they get a live show if you're a ghost. I don't think they have to listen via Amazon podcast links. So, yeah, they're like, it's it's Wednesday, 11 o'clock. That's around the time I, I record this. They're like, let's let's everyone tune in, maybe get some popcorn or whatever ghosts eat. Um, skinny pop, smart pop, any of the pops, maybe a Diet Coke, and let's tune in. Actually, doing that um, thing where I was giving you a, t- a chance to respond, that must be like what it's like to be an actor doing a phone call where you're just like, Hello? She did what? Why? How could you let this happen? No. Has anyone noticed that in movies... Oh, by the way, welcome to the Nobody Asked for This podcast. Has anybody noticed that in movies, they never finish a conversation? They just hang up? They'll be like, well, why did she throw the quesadilla at her? Because she called her a what? Can you even say that anymore? Yeah, okay, fine. And then they'll just hang up. That's not... You always say bye in a phone call. And it's not like they're even mad. It could be like the most like redundant... Hey. 
we should meet there. We can meet. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. What do you think? We can, we can meet. Yeah, okay. Perfect. And then they just hang up. Like, it's like they're texting. Maybe it's because when they're writing the scripts, they're writing it like a text. And then on a text, you don't say bye. You just kind of like stop responding, which in, in itself is a skill. I'm always like, do I, am I supposed to send another text back? Like, I'll be like, okay, perfect. See you then. And then they'll be like, great. See you then. And then am I supposed to then respond and say like, okay, you know, I, I never know. I never know when to, when to just let it be. Cause I feel bad. Like, I don't want anyone to feel like I, I didn't respond to them or I left them hanging. So I usually just like try and be like the last message. But then that in itself is probably um, A, annoying, and B, a symptom of something greater. And, like, I'm always the person, like, if I'm ever at, like, a game or just in a group and we're doing, like, a chant, like, go, Wildcats, go. Like, I'm always, like, I take the chant, like, one chant too far. Like, I never know when to stop. So they'll be like, go, da, 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 da. And everyone will stop and then, like, I'm still going. And then it's just awkward, and I have to pretend like I, I knew that. Forgive my uh, my dollar iced coffee. We can do ASMR. You know what I've realized? I don't talk much substance on this show. That's not what I've realized. I've always known that. But embarrassment truly is in the eye of the beholder. Like, you... Excuse me. You can really only be as embarrassed as you are. Like, you control how embarrassed you are. So if you do something embarrassing, but then just decide not to feel embarrassed, you've kind of gotten around it. You know, I don't know if that is um, really helpful advice or information, but it's, it's just what I'm thinking. Like, here's the, like, this could be embarrassing. I had to go to the bathroom before I started drinking an iced coffee. So imagine where I'm going to be in an hour. Imagine it. And I'm, I'm nowhere near my home turf, my home toilet. I've talked about this before, like holding in, like waiting to go to the washroom all day because you want it to be a, like a home game, like you want home court advantage versus just like letting it go. And then you didn't get as good of an experience going to the bathroom, but like you don't have to worry about it for like the nine hours that it takes to be home. If anyone has any thoughts on that, like, please link it in the, in the comments. More so on the YouTube. If anyone wants to respond, I, there's, I don't, I really don't think there's a comment section on the, any of these podcast apps. They have to work on that. I'm sure now that I've said it, they're, they're going to get right to it. But if anyone wants to respond, go to the YouTube. Um, I, I upload the episodes on YouTube as well. So that just, there's more opportunities for no one to listen. I want to see as many zeros as possible. So what's going on this week? Oh, it, it's, it's the week of Fat Tuesday. Finally, I feel seen. I hope everyone had a, an amazing Fat Tuesday. Whether you celebrate it or not, like I hope you just embrace the spirit of Fat Tuesday. Mardi Gras. I realized uh, very, very, very recently that Mardi Gras meant Fat Tuesday. In my defense, I knew that Tuesday was Mardi kind of like I know the song like I, I took French in school so I know like lundi mardi mercredi jeudi vendredi dimanche or something I know I know kind of the days um 
but everything in French is like flipped. So like Mardi Gras is technically like Tuesday fat as opposed to Fat Tuesday. So I think that's what wasn't connecting. But I mean, really, like, who's to know? I'm just going to shake my ice. Oh, I actually, I do have something that I want to, to mention. Um, I'm on a protein bar journey. Because I feel like it's a great snack to have just like at your desk or in your bag or whatever. Just so you have, you have something that's filling and not like you're eating hot Cheetos, which I love. Nothing against hot Cheetos. I'll continue to eat hot Cheetos. In fact, if they want to make a hot Cheeto protein bar, I'm all in. But it's just not filling. Like, you're good for like five minutes and then you're hungry again. So I wanted to like, let's just get something that is good. I'm not one for calling people out. So I may or may not say brand names, but some of them are just awful. Just terrible. They taste like, like, like just straight up protein powder. And it's like, if this is the final product, if this is what got approved to be on the shelves, what the hell did the prototypes taste like? Like, what was, like, protein bar version one? Also, why are they all $5 each? Why? How are we supposed to afford, in, these, in this economic crisis, how are we supposed to afford $5 protein bars? It's just, it's just not sustainable. Because, again, hot Cheetos, like, $2.00. You know how much Taco Bell I can get for $5? And I think that therein lies the issue. We need to lower the cost of um, the protein bars for me personally so that I am incentivized to get a protein bar. Because here's the thing, and I, I'm, not, like, I'm really not a picky eater. As long as it wasn't alive, I'll eat it. Not that I'm a vegan, I just feel like anytime I say... Oh, Ali, I'll try anything. People are like, well, then here's three frog feet, eight fish eggs, and rabbit. No offense if that is, if, if any of those foods that I listed are your thing. I think that's, you know, beautiful. Do you. I know different places or, you know, different meats are, are popular. I'm not, I'm not saying it's bad, but I'm just saying, you know, maybe not something that I would be inclined to ingest. But anytime I say I'll try anything, that's the example people give. So I'm like, okay, I won't try everything that's been alive, but like everything else, like I'll try it and probably I won't, maybe won't love it. I'll try it. So I don't mind like a protein bar with like a chalky aftertaste or like a weird texture. That's all fine. But if you're going to taste like shh, eat, you know what I mean? Shh, eat. That's how I'm going to get around um, having to edit. Just, you know, I really, if you, if you can't, if you hadn't noticed, don't do much of that. So if your protein bars taste like shit, how did you get approved? Because here's the thing. I make dinner very rarely. Once in a while, I'll make dinner. And if it's bad, I'm like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. And it's literally just cooking it for my family. Like, I think I was, I was um, open about the chicken wings incident a couple weeks ago. It's actually the flavor was there. You had to eat around the burnt bits and the extremely burnt stuck to the pan bits that weren't able to um, see the light of day. You had to kind of, if you, if you disregarded that, I got the flavor perfect. Um, but anyway, like I'm like embarrassed, like how could this happen? So imagine putting out something to the masses that tastes like shh, eat, and then like sleeping at night. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just... Okay, I'm going to use my swearing method 
to tell you what brand. I got the s'more version of the Qu-est bar. Okay. Tasted like sh-eat. Terrible. Like, it, it, I was I was like, Bleh. and there was like pieces. The only good part, the only saving grace is that it had like chunks of chocolate. So I kind of like ate more so the chocolate bits. I'm hoping that the protein was in there as well. Um, or most of the protein lied within the chocolate. But it was it was awful. It was terrible. And then I got another one. So like, I'm really, I'm like $50 in at this point. I got another one that was like, like full, like I was being healthy. Like I basically stepped out of a green juicery, yoga mat, studio, hot yoga, um, exercise, green juice, superfood, protein, booster juice, kombucha, yoga pants, chakras, health, wealth, wellness. I, I, I tried one of those types of bars. I can't remember the name. And it was good. And it was like nut butters and seeds and like actual healthy stuff. So can someone please explain to me how the healthy version tasted better than what I'm pretty sure is just like a chocolate bar that they threw some protein powder in. I was shocked. I was shocked. This is either very annoying or genius. I'm gonna. I'm going to go to radio stations and teach them that method and be like, "Listen, you know, you're probably gonna get sued if you go on the your radio and and talk about how, you know, your protein bars taste like beep. Like say the actual word. But if you say this protein bar tasted like t, I think you'll be fine. I think the kids listening in the back." You know, they're probably on their iPads now. Like, we probably really don't have to worry about them listening. Like, I think they'll be fine. They'll be in their car seat. They'll be playing their video games um, or whatever kids play now. Watching, like, downloaded versions of Paw Patrol on the iPad. They're not going to know that sh-eat is a bad word. So I'm going to go and teach that theory from radio station to radio station. And then when you hear it on the radio, know it was me. Because you know how, like, some companies, like, bring in someone to teach first aid? I'm going to teach, I'm going to teach verbal first aid. Like, how to bandage, um, just, like, swearing, you know? I'll, I'll figure out the tagline better. I'll also go on Shark Tank and just say something, you know? I, do you know what I want to do? Do you know what I think would be fun? I want to sign up for Shark Tank, but, like, have, be, like, not be prepared. I just want to, like, I want to wake up one day, be blindfolded, have someone put me in the back of a car, or the front, wherever, I guess it doesn't have to be the back, like, walk me into a building, walk me through a hallway, maybe down a door, maybe there's a couple steps, so be careful, we can take the elevator, walk into the shark tank, okay, yeah, I was, the shark tank, the tank, unblindfold me, I'm just, I'm in front of the sharks, they have no idea that I'm, you know, what it took to get me there. Um, and then I just, in the moment, have to think of something. I think that would be really fun, and I actually think I could solve the world's problems. Or at least a problem of the world. With, with no prepared plan, or, like, plan of action, or further, or, like, idea from the past. Like, I really think I'm best on the spot. And I think that that is, that would be the way to get out the idea that will save the world.
So if in a couple weeks you realize like, oh, something feels different. I feel like the world's been saved. It was probably because that happened, you know? Oh, I have another thing to say. This is a lot of complaining. I went to a um, coffee shop with a mermaid on the cup of which has a name that is way too long for me to say syllabically. We all, we all know what I'm talking about. And I normally, you can listen here right now. This is from another restaurant. Um, give, me a, give me an iced coffee, put nothing in it. Just a, just a plain old iced coffee. Works for me. It gets the, the digestive tract, you know, where it needs to be or where it should be. And we're all good. I thought, you know what? It, it was a Saturday. I was like, let me just, let me go for it. Let me look at this app. Like, let me actually look and see and see what, what looks good. Because again, I've been getting the same thing since like grade eight or nine. Like I was literally walking around early high school holding a large cup of like black straight up iced coffee. And I think that says like so much and so little about me. Um, and we can get into that another day or later on, but just that's all you really need to know about me. So I was like, I've never really looked at this thing. And I feel like over the past few years, Starbucks has had some, or oops, coffee shop with mermaid on it has had, and I'm, you know, I'm not editing that. So it is what it is. They've had so many new, like shaken, um, spit, foam, cold, hot, cinnamon, wellness you know what i mean like they have they have so many new drinks and i'm like okay let me let me actually just take a look so i was like seeing what looks good and i and i stumbled upon it was like a brown sugar it was like i mean i'm telling you the titles are like the titles of star wars movies it's like brown sugar shaken something espresso blonde iced hot put it in a blender like it was this, it was a whole long name and I was like you know what that looks good let me just order it I did no modifications I, I got a medium and said and said order tell me why it was literally sick like it was almost seven dollars it was like six dollars and something cents and that's just as it is like I didn't I didn't add anything I didn't say I want 18 pumps of syrup extra ice drizzled the thing like I literally just ordered it as the mermaid wanted me to and it was almost seven dollars Brahutal. Like, why is this? Why is this happening to us? Like, how are we supposed to? Like, if I got a protein bar, a five dollar protein bar, and a seven dollar coffee, that's what? That's a lot. Seven plus five. A twelve? Twelve dollars? I don't know about that. And I guess, like, I'm complaining, but you could, you could say, you know, just, just don't, just don't get it then. And it's like that. That's not the point, okay? <laughs> yes, could I? Could I make my own coffee at home? Sure. Could I get a fifty cent chocolate bar and just dunk it in some disgusting protein powder and call it a protein bar? Sure, I could, and that would be like under five dollars. But that's not the point. It's just the principle of the thing. You know what I mean? It's never. It's never the crime. It's always the cover up. Cheers. Um, just for, for context, I did um, hit my cup against the microphone of my phone. So we, we just did a cheers. If you want to huzzah to the revolution. And small update on the Starbucks. I'm going to say this very quietly. 
because I do not want to get sued. But if you just look at the ingredients of the shaken, spit it up, put it in a blender, brown sugar, iced whatever, espresso blonde version 2.0. If you just look at that, look at the ingredients and then order it without like just tell them that you want espresso shots with the syrup and whatever. You can get it for like cheaper and it's the exact same thing so that in itself is a crime also if you add syrup you have to pay like 20 cents or 30 cents or 50 cents or eight dollars i don't know you have to pay it you have to pay a markup again i don't know not because i don't care but because i i usually just get no syrup no anything just give me coffee make it taste burnt as this as the mermaid would like it the starbucks way and, and I'll be on my way, you know? But if I take it away, like if I'm ordering something that has four pumps of whatever, if I take two of those pumps out, shouldn't it be 60 cents cheaper? You know what I mean? I just feel like, like it should be 60 cents cheaper. And I understand why it's not, because like, why would they make it cheaper when they can not make it cheaper, you know? But, like, it really should be. Like, I think there's obviously way bigger fish to fry. And and all of this stuff I'm complaining about. Like, this is not the world's issues. But, like, I think if we ever get to, like, a more utopian society where, like, all those issues are cleared, I think then we can start, like, working on these smaller issues that are really, I mean, not... Issues is not the correct word. But, like, these smaller inconveniences that I think would really help us get to, like, 100 that's what I can do. Let, let's figure out, like, the, the big issues, and then I'll be ready with a list of, like, things that we need to do to, like, really get us from 95% to 100%. And on that, I'm including the price of protein bars, like, or any sort of, like, unnecessary food item, you know? I'm gonna, I'm gonna put on the fact that Starbucks, or Mermaid Coffee Shop does not, the Little Mermaid, that's what I'm gonna call it, the Little Mermaid does not give you um, money back when you're taking stuff away, even though they are not having to use the product. So like, what the hell? And then there's a couple other things. I'll go back and listen. Basically, that is what this whole podcast is. Not this episode, but this show in general is it's me, you know, preparing the list of stuff we need to fix once we've, you know, cleared all of the bigger issues. Oh, um, I have something positive to say. That's a new one. I was, re- I'm really trying, you know, it's obviously, I normally start my New Year's resolutions like March. Like, I think I really need to settle into the year and like see what I'm up against and then say, like, okay, this is my resolution. But I'm really trying to be more positive. So I'm going to try and end each and every show with some pos- with a burst of positivity um, if I haven't already done so. And I definitely have not already done so this episode. So my burst of positivity is I tried the Oreo Shamrock uh, McFlurry from Golden Arch Restaurant, which conveniently was located very close to The Little Mermaid. So it was all it was all happening Um, and it was delightful. My only negative, I know this is the positivity segment. The only negative is like what 
in the H-E double hockey sticks took them so long. Like, it was such an obvious idea. I thought of it years ago. Um, I believe they did have a mint Oreo shake for Shrek, which, like, where is Shrek 5? I just saw an ad, an advertisement for Puss in Boots 2. So, like, we're doing, like, I'm sure it was all the same people. So we put effort into Puss in Boots 2. Forgive me, I had to burp. But we didn't, we didn't work on Shrek 5. Like, is there a script? They're doing Toy Story 5. I swear, the la- like, Toy Story 3 was like, this is the last Toy Story. And then Toy Story 4, they were like, no, 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 this is the last Toy Story. And now we're just doing 5. So it's almost like I don't believe you anymore. It is almost like I do not believe you anymore. And I don't know if they care. Oh, shoot, I forgot this was the positivity segment. No, the Oreo McFlurry was great. It was shamrocky. It was Oreo-y. They didn't reinvent the wheel by any means, but I've been complaining that they didn't have it for so long that I really felt like I had to come on here and just and give them their props, you know? So thank you. Thank you, McDonald's Corporate or Golden Arch Restaurant. You did well, my friend. Oh, more positivity and, and really just me bragging. Because all I talk about on the show is how no one listens to this. That's like the, the, the co-host is all the... Um, uh, listeners that I don't have. I talk about them more than I talk about myself. But I, just not to brag, I got sent another book from, like, a book that has not been out yet. And by sent, I mean I asked for it on a website in which one does that, and they said sure. So I'm pretty sure they personally sent it to me. They knew, like, they were probably happy that I asked for it because then they were, I'm sure they were looking for my information and stuff to find it to me. So I really, um, I really helped them. I'll, I'll, I'm going to read it and then I'll, it doesn't come out for a couple months. So I'll read it and then, and then review it. So I don't want to, I don't want to spoil, I don't want to spoil anything, but I am pretty much better than everyone else because I've been sent a book and it's like an actual book. It's a book that it's like in the bookstores, not like someone wrote a book, like a, um, like an academic book or like someone that I knew or like an old professor of mine. Like, no, this is like a book. It's like a novel. So not to brag, but I'm kind of a big deal. Cheers to me. That was probably irrigating to hear. So my apologies to do that to you, especially in the, um, the positivity segment. I just have one more kind of final thought for the episode that we're going to exit the positivity segment, although I do think that this is a not a negative um, t- topic of conversation. What is up with that sign in hotels at the pool that tells you if you've had diarrhea in the past two weeks, you are not allowed to enter? I don't know. I don't know what made me think of that, but a couple of days ago, I was like, two weeks like that was the original quarantine like when you had covid you had to quarantine for two weeks or you were exposed you had to quarantine for two weeks but i feel like diarrhea unless there's like a a greater it's a symptom of something greater like you really you like let's say you're at you know maybe you had worked really hard in the summer and you'd been saving money in your piggy banks which by the way really sad for anyone who makes piggy banks because at this point like we're so money oriented um or, or digital money oriented that like there's really we're gonna not gonna need piggy banks anytime soon so if you're in the piggy bank business maybe think of hopping out of of such business but regardless 
let's say you had put your pennies together and were so excited to finally go on a trip and you go to the nicest resort you can afford and you walk up to the pool and it says, please do not enter the pool if you've had diarrhea in the, in the, in the last 14 days. And you think, hmm, well, I did have diarrhea this month. And then you go into your diarrhea tracking app, which I think should be a thing. I'm going to lobby for it. Diarrhea tracking apps. I think it's important to know your gut health. You go into your diarrhea tracking app, and this is the utopian society in which this already exists. And you see your last diarrhea was 13 days ago. You can't get in the pool. That, I think, is the saddest picture. One, one of the saddest pictures I can paint. Because it's also like, obviously, if that's the rule, you follow it. Because there must be a reason, and the scientists determined that that was, you know, you needed a full 14 days, so you're not going to pass on the diarrhea. But I feel like anytime I've had diarrhea, like, is diarrhea contagious? Although I guess it depends on what gave you diarrhea. It goes back to, like, if it's a symptom of something. But if you just ate, like, too much Taco Bell the day before and you had diarrhea, like, I feel like you could be exempt from that rule. But you technically had diarrhea within the past 14 days. Although I have to check, there might be, like, some sort of fine print of, like, not induced by, you know, high bean intake. You know, that doesn't count. I don't make the rules. I follow them, but I don't make them. Because, yeah, I mean, two weeks. I think I think in a two-week period, I could have three bouts of diarrhea from completely different sources. Like, maybe a Taco Bell, maybe, like, a bug, and then back to, like, Taco Bell in two weeks. Also, something that I learned from a Google search a couple years ago, and I don't know exactly what I was Googling. I think I, I was, you know what? I was probably Googling how to spell diarrhea because, well, it is one of my favorite words and the most talked about thing on this podcast. I don't actually know how to spell it. Um, it's like diarrhea or something. There's a, and then, and then there's like a British spelling as well because they have to spell everything more fancy, including um, fecal matter. But diarrhea, I learned in that pursuit, is actually not when you go to the bathroom and it's watery. Diarrhea is when you go to the bathroom and it's watery um, three times in a row, three trips in a row. So diarrhea is a condition, not a... It is a... It's a noun, not a... Noun. Oh no, okay. Diarrhea, I diarrhea. It can be a verb. (laughs) Oh no, it's not a verb. Because diarrhea would, would be referring to having a loose stool. So what we think is diarrhea is actually a loose stool. Because diarrhea is in condition. Don't ever accuse me of not being medical. I think we could go into the medical section of iTunes. Because there's honestly probably less competition there. And I think if there was ever a thought to end the, uh, an episode on, it would be that one. Diarrhea does not equal loose stools. Loose stools equals, wait, diarrhea. A loose stool does not mean diarrhea, but diarrhea means you've had three loose stools. I would get that tattooed on my lower back if I didn't already have a butterfly there. Anyway, I want to thank you all for joining me once again. Um, just, I, you know, I'm, we're, I think this is like episode 35. Like I'm really piling on the minutes Um, that no one will hear and no one will listen to. Again, if I haven't acknowledged it already in this episode, I know that nobody listens to this. 
if you find this and think, oh, what a loser, who does he think he's talking to? I know the answer is nobody. Um, we're just, we're here for a fun time, you know? And if you have joined me for that ride, I appreciate it. Um, I want to thank you. Uh, yeah, and, you know, if you ever, if anyone asks, like, you know, oh, I need a podcast to listen to, you can tell them. Listen to the Nobody Asks For This podcast. You can find them at podcastnobodyasksforthis.podweed.com. They're also on Instagram. I think it's at NFTpod. It's, everything's on our website. We're on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. I think we might even be on Facebook. I'm working on sending it for MySpace. It's all happening. Um, and yeah, I will see you. More likely hear you. Most likely, you'll, I'll just be talking to no one again next week. Have a great week. Goodbye.